Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Ward and my guest today is... Hi. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, she's quickly out of the blocks. Blimey. Jose or Jose Rallo. Yes. From Donna Fugata, which is in... Sicily. Right, off you go. Yes. So which you're a member of the family, aren't you? I'm a member of a family. I have a brother. We are running the winery together. And your brother is called? Uh, my brother is very good. He's much more better than me. What's he called? Antonio. Antonio. Okay. So let's tell you what, let's start with the name Donna Fugata. What does Donna Fugata mean? Uh, Donna Fugata means Donna, woman in flight. So it's a woman that is escaping from something dangerous and she was a queen she took refuge in uh, western sicily so that was maria carolina who was queen of naples exactly so you know the history very well and she took refuge in the western part of sicily in a palace that was called the palace of donna fugata and around this palace near this palace my mother inherited her vineyards and so she decided to call the vineyard uh, donna fugata vineyards so she was fleeing in 1790 so quite a long time ago, yeah? Yes, very long ago. And, uh, but you know, the story makes a legend and the legend makes a reality because uh, my mother, it was uh, also an escaping woman. Really? She was a teacher. She was ah. teaching English in the school when she inherited the vineyard and then she decided to change her life. Did she get a lot of criticism for that? I mean, a, a teacher, that's a professional job. Why would she want to risk her, her oh, career and, and I, become I, a farmer? I can tell you that in the 70s, it was not so normal that a woman abandoned uh, such a profession like teaching and uh, became to be an entrepreneur in, uh, in the country wearing trousers and giving instructions to men who didn't want a woman over them. No? So she was really a pioneer and she was really a brave woman. She is a wonderful woman. So she's still alive, your mum? She's still alive, yes. Yeah, and is she proud of what you do? She's very proud. Sometimes I think she's too much proud. Really? Well, you're doing a great job so far. So let's talk about the the estate itself in terms of the vineyards. Whereabouts in Sicily are you? Because Sicily's a pretty big place, right? Sicily is quite big. You can count, uh, I can tell you, in kilometers. 400 kilometers from the eastern point to the western point. So it's uh, quite a big distance. We are an island in the middle of uh, the Mediterranean Sea. And Donna Fugata was born in the western part, uh, in the middle of the western part. With the vineyards I told you before, the one of the queen, escaping queen. And then we have historical cellars in Marsala because my father was uh, the fourth generation of a family involved in the wine business. What was his first name? Uh, Giacomo, Giacomo Rallo. He was the fourth generation of a family who started in 1851. So I should be the fifth generation mm-hmm. and my children the sixth generation. And then we moved also to Pantelleria, which is a very tiny uh, volcanic island between Sicily and North Africa. I think it's the southest uh, European border. And uh, since a couple of years, nine, 2016, we're moving also to the eastern part of Sicily, to Vittoria and to Mount Etna. 
Really? Yes. Why not? We are always looking for new challenges. So that's quite a big, um, quite a big business, then, isn't it? Spread out. You've got um, you're on one island. You've got vineyards on another tiny little island, and on the big island that you're on, Sicily, you're getting vineyards uh, in various parts of the island. Yes. So logistics. I mean, you, you guys have got a pretty organised family. Are you an organised family? We are very well organised, and in in such terms, I am a very lucky woman. My brother works a lot. He travels a lot. He's the winemaker and so he's running all the time uh, all over Sicily but we also have a nice team not a big team but quite a good number of people who are you know in charge of the different wineries and the different vineyards fortunately we have also a very long ripening period for the grapes and very long harvest we have a hundred days harvest long that's a lot so So from start to finish we start from the end of July the 31st of July and we uh, and we finish at the end of October. So the 31st of July, I imagine, would be grapes for the sparkling wine Chardonnay, to exactly, and Pinot Noir for the sparkling, for the brut. And uh, the last grapes are the one on the Volcano Etna at the end of October. For red or for white? For red. And what about the Pasito? The Pasito oh, on the island of Pantelleria, we start on um, the mid of August. 15, 16, 17 of August, we start with the um, best grapes uh, to dry, to dry them on nets. This takes uh, about uh, three weeks. Then we go again into the vineyard and we have a second harvest, always fresh grapes. We make must and then we uh, distem manually all the dried grapes and berry after berry, we add this magical synthesis of aromas and sugars uh, into the fermenting must. And so this is the way we make the, the pasito. So for the sparkling wine, because I think that's quite interesting that you're doing that on what is a very in a very Mediterranean climate. Are you just using any old grapes or are you use really selecting the vineyards for that? No, we, we, we are selecting the grapes, but most of all and first of all, we have selected the vineyards. So we have chosen vineyards uh, up on uh, 500 to 600 meters uh, on the level of the sea, which is very important for windy conditions and uh, big excursion of temperature between night and day and uh, so ripening conditions are perfect for grapes to make sparkling wine with very good acidity very nice crispiness so the white wines you have a, a, a single is it a single vineyard called Vigna di Gabri yes it's a crew right it's a crew. so where's that then it is uh, in the middle of the western Sicily. The area is called uh, Contessa Entellina. It's a great name, isn't it? It's a great is it, name. Is it a countess? It's not a countess. Oh, okay. uh, it's a uh, Just, let's pretend it was. It it's a much name much. coming from uh, the Romans. Right. Because there was an ancient uh, uh, town called uh, uh, Antilia, Entellina, where the Romans were buying uh, wine. And uh, the people who was uh, cultivating uh, the grapes and producing this wine uh, were very ancient Sicilian people staying there before the Romans came. So cultivation of grape is very, very ancient in, uh, in Sicily, thousands and thousands of years. What about the Antilla? 
Antilia is uh, a white wine made uh, based on uh, native grapes like Catarratto <laughs> and uh, Ansonica and Grecanico uh, and also a little uh, international grape variety. It's our one of our flagship is, um, is the wine uh, mostly spread all over the world. So people who know Dona Fugata uh, very often know Antilia. So that's one, that's one of your biggest sellers, isn't it? Yes, it is our big seller. What's a good food match for that? I mean, I'm talking Sicilian food, not international Ooh, food. Well, what are you guys drinking well, with at home? We, we like very much with raw fish, uh, you know, shrimps uh, or uh, white fish, just raw, like fillets. Uh, it's fantastic. Also with fried fish, we like very much. Uh, Do you put, when you're frying the fish, is it kind of a salty fry or is it a non-salty fry? No, it's salty. Right, okay. Salty, yes. Okay, that kind of kicks off some of those. And we fry always with olive oil. Right. Everybody at home, remember that. That's very important. <laughs> so, um, and you also make a wine from Zibibbo. What is Zibibbo? Uh-huh. Zibibbo is a local name for a type of a Muscat of Alexandria. It's Said uh, in Italian, Moscato. Moscato di Alessandria. It's a grape coming from North Africa. Mm-hmm. It was brought by the Arabs to Pantelleria Island. And the, the pairing uh, between uh, a volcanic soil, a volcanic island with the aromatic grape variety is really explosive. Zibibo is a wonderful grape for making beautiful dry white wine. Our dried Zibibo is called the Ligea. Slightly sweet Moscato uh, and also raisin wine like the Berrier, which is the real Passito. So the Ligea so is a, a dry one, isn't it? It's a dry wine. So it's a very versatile type of grape. So food matching for that? Crustaceous, of right. course, and um, anchovies, fresh cheese, uh, olives. It's so fantastic. A bit of, so that sort of impression of sweetness that the muscat was exactly, good, exactly. Sweet. And exactly. Then that, you the said the right words because you have this flower, this um, you know, orange blossom mm-hmm. in your nose. You think it's a sweet wine, but it's not. Okay, let's get on to the reds. You got you have, I don't know who names your wines, but you, you should keep him eh, or her. Uh, you have a thousand and one nights, mille una uh-huh. notte. Thousand and one nights is our top red wine. Right, go on. And uh, thousand and one night, it's um, a wine that tells a lot of stories, a lot of fairy tales, like the work of art of the Oriental literature. It was an idea of my mother to uh, put this name uh, to this um, very serious wine because my father was calling like that. No, this is our most important red wine, and we are giving such a uh, such a name you know he was not so much uh, convinced but so he thought uh, it was a bit frivolous a bit, yes yeah. yes a bit frivolous but uh, but then my mother said okay okay i will design the label and uh, uh, something like uh, two days after she came with the label this blue label very elegant full of stars golden stars and the palace of dona fugata in the middle of the label so my father said okay as usual i agree with you <laughs> But you, I have to say, I mean, I, I don't know um, if I'm getting this right, but the the way you're dressed today, you are, um, you look like a, an artist with your dress. It's very difficult for me to describe it. It's it's almost like a little mural, like a sort of a watercolor mural with a fantastic array of colors. So you, your mum is obviously artistic, I guess, yeah? Yes, my mother and is uh, an artist in her heart, in her mind, in, the, in her way of thinking. She's uh, the person who always finds 
a creative solution for any problem <laughs> she's uh, no, in charge of. And uh, I like colors. Sicily for me is color, is light, is the color of the you know the blue sky the blue sea the color of the flowers during springtime and for me sicily is just light and light is happiness right that's a nice little line um and i believe you i mean i, I guess your dad was like mr organized and your mum was like the artist yeah and you get the boast of get the get the boast of, uh, you get the best of both worlds this is too easy yeah this is too, too easy simplistic, too yes simplistic. because in my family everyone has both uh, souls both sides okay. the male and the feminine the sensible and the rational myself too i think to be rational sometimes i like numbers i need numbers to be Creative. Interesting. I'm in charge of management control, mm-hmm. budget, forecast, but I'm in charge also of marketing and communication. So I need numbers to feel safe, to see, feel at, at ease, and then, okay, jump with a fantasy. But that's the marketing bit, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Is it? Right, let's know. What about, um, you make a red called Tancredi. Yes. Which is... Nero Davola and Cabernet, Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, why, why, how did that blend come about? Because when my mother uh, started um, innovating uh, the vineyard she inherited, she had to plant uh, international grape variety. We were speaking about uh, the 80s, and uh, Sicily had not uh, colonial research. Uh, it was very risky to plant some new Nero Davola vineyard or other native grapes so she decided to cut certain uh, risk and uh, plant international varieties it was a good idea anyway because uh, producing a very good chardonnay with a mediterranean character or a very good cabernet sauvignon with a own personality it was like demonstrating that sicily our terroir it's able to compare uh, to the international winemaking uh, world no so it was a good idea to introduce sicily through this kind of wines we had a blend of uh, ansonica with chardonnay and a blend of nero davola and cabernet sauvignon and these were like you know the testimonial of the new sicily okay what about the sherazade the nero davola sherazade came some years later after uh, after a while we started to make you know the first muscle selection for the new vineyards of Nero Davola and these were working a little bit more and uh, so what did you look for when you did the clonal selection we're looking for big berries small berries we are making vineyards and we make uh, micro vinifications so we taste the, the, the different clones. There are clones that have a good acidity, which is very important for southern climate. No, mm-hmm. there are clones that are more perfumed, or they have more tannin, or no. So you're looking for for something. Sometimes you need to have two or three clones, but then you can make the blend. Right. Then you can re with your uh, rational you can make the blend and um just again there's again it's a mix of rationality and empiricism so three clones but they're all different so we cover our bases 
and we have flexibility. Now, well, let's go on to the dessert wines, which for many people in the wine trade are uh, one of uh, Sicily's hidden secrets. Um, it's always hard to convince people to drink um, sweeter wines like Muscat, but whenever you, whenever I give them to my friends, they go, oh, I don't want to, they finish the bottle within like three seconds. It's really, so it must be incredibly frustrating for you sometimes to make these wines and they can be quite a hard sell, but once you open the door, people really get into it. So you make a Moscato di Pantelleria. Yes. Uh, one of them is called Cabir, is that Cabir, right? Cabir, yes. And then the Ben Raye. Ben Raye. So you've got to just, let's just do the names first. Yes. Why the names? Okay. Cabir, uh, it's fun because it makes uh, the great. As in the great, as in like Alexander the Great. Or, exactly, right. exactly. Uh, the great because uh, it has great, uh, great nose, a great palate, is very uh, persistent, even if it is not made with the uh, addiction of uh, dried grapes. Just so it's just the strong, the naturally strength of the Zipipo, okay? Is it like Leaf Vridante a little bit? Is it like a... No, 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 no. no, okay. no. It has uh, something like... Like 100 grams a liter of, of sugar, sugar mm-hmm. per liter. It's a, a very nice wine for fruit, fruit dessert, crostata, we say Which in is, Italian. Um, tart, jam tart. Tart, jam tart. Or even I like very much with fresh cheese like ricotta and anchovies and olives. Uh, very nice. So, I mean, when you say fresh cheese, you mean che- cheese that isn't stagionato. It's, it's exactly. um, freshly made, not yeah. a little aged or really yes. hard cheese. Yes, okay. yes. Just made. Just and made. the Ben Raye? The Ben Raye. Is um, is really um, a unique wine. It's a uh, it's a dessert itself. It's very sweet but very fresh. And um, in your mouth, you have um, uh, great aromas and this freshness that cleans the mouth and brings you to say, "I want another sip." <laughs> And on the nose, the, the Berrier is just an explosion of uh, apricots, peaches, honey, dates, figs, uh, roses, uh, raisins, uh, and whatever you like. It's really uh, explosive. So there was a journalist that defined it a dessert itself. Right. Uh, it's, you can have it on its own. Is that your favorite course. wine? Very often. Yeah. Very often it is my, my favorite wine, but I need time. I need time. I want time to sip Perrier. I don't have to be in a in a rush, okay. because it it's worthy. It's worthy to have time. So you sip it and then do some little yes. bit of work and then yes, sip some maybe work. music, maybe reading, or maybe I don't know, talking with friends or with my husband. Uh, I I like very much having time. While if I'm very tired in the evening and I come back at home, I don't know, eight o'clock in the evening, I have to prepare dinner and so on. Your husband I should prefer, be doing that. I do yeah, that at home. Yes. You got to have a hard days where husband's at home with his feet my up watching the says, telly. My husband says, "What are we drinking?" And right, I get say, him on this podcast. I'll sort him out. There's no way he can't do that. It's not on. He can't just you know sit at home waiting for you to come in. Does he do the ironing at home? No, I do that. No, I do the ironing no, no, at home. You need, no. you need, you need to, you need to, you need to have a word with him. No, 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 no. He uh, plays. He plays music. He plays music when he's at home. Yeah. What does he, he play? Plays drums. Piano? Oh, right. Plays drums, percussions. All Brazilian percussions, and I sing. I sing? I sing. Ah, you sing? Yes. Really? Of course. So you play together, do you? You make music together? We play together, especially Brazilian music. And when I'm drinking uh, Berrier, I'm thinking about Brazilian music. And depending on my mood, I can choose um, Bossa Nova. Or if I'm very happy, I I prefer a samba. 
Right. That's just you two at home. Would you have a band together? We have a band together. So how many people yes. are in the band? Ah, uh, depends. Depends. We can be three, four, five, six, seven. Depends. And do you play like in local bars with your with family and friends? Uh, or We have started playing in local bars and then little by little we have been in Blue Note in Milano and really? Blue Note in New York Amazing. and then Shanghai for a season and then Moscow and on so on. Amazing. I had absolutely no idea. Olha que coisa mais linda, mais cheia de graça. Ela menina que vem que passa num doce balanço caminho do mar. É moça do corpo dourado do sol de Palema. O seu balançado é mais que um poema. Eu fico mais lindo por cada passar. You got such a big smile on your face. <laughs> And so have I. That was absolutely outstanding. Oh, I need to change it's careers. You know? I'm, I'm just not cool enough to be like a DJ. It's right? fun. I like to present my wine singing. Really? Uh, yes, from the stage. People has a glass. People has a glass in their hand. And I will present the rhythm. The rhythm of the music and the rhythm of the wine. Because wine is rhythm. Wine is energy. Super. I honestly never would have... I didn't know about this. Honestly, I had no idea. You are, you know, you, you, are, you are beautifully dressed. Like a, <laughs> well, not like a diva, but I mean, um, I can see why you, you just are, you're a very artistic person, aren't you? Do you feel a bit constrained sometimes having to sort of crunch numbers and do spreadsheets about sales and all this sort of stuff? Is, is, is that how you let off steam with the music oh. as a family? Or is it just something that's, that's in, inside you that's incredibly strong? The music? The, the music? Ah, uh, I was born singing. I was born singing, but I, I've never heard singing in my family, neither my father, neither my mother, nobody. I don't know, maybe some grand-grandfather or grand-grandmother sent me in my blood some genes. I'll always be singing in my life. Uh, even since when you I were was small? Very, yes, even when I was small. And uh, I was very happy to sing in the chorus. Uh, in the choir. Yeah, yeah, in the choir. And till I was at university, I had a choir of uh, 80 elements. And it was great. It was great for me. It was like, I call it Scuola di Vita. It was uh, school, of life. Li school of life, no? And then, and then, unfortunately, no, not no. unfortunately. Fortunately, I met my husband and he put me on the stage in front of the public and that was very, very different. And I had to go to school at that point. What, to learn a bit more about music and study? Uh, yeah, of course. I had to study a couple of years. I bet you were a good student though. And uh, yeah, after two thing. years, I studied, uh, you know, the technique, uh, like uh, uh, reaching uh, autonomy, you know, like the pilot, you know. And I decided to stop to study because I wanted to preserve my personality, my style. I didn't want to copy anybody else. Yeah, you wanted you know? to keep it individual. Yes, just like this, as it happens. Amazing. <laughs> you got such an energy about you. <laughs> really, you do. I mean, it just, I, I, you know, I didn't, I had no idea that you were singing, but just, you, you know, how you're dressed, it's, I can't describe it particularly well, but, you know, you sort of radiate. You got, you have one of those faces that radiates. You really do. And then, you know, the singing, fantastic. And just the names as well for your wine. I think they're obviously a very creative family. You know, so many wines are really boring old names. This could be an interview that's going to last, I feel like it's going to be like 15 hours long. But with you, and the way you explain the names, uh, this great logic. Oh, I think that. All our labels and most of the names are unconventional, informal. Yeah. We don't like, you know, squares or... Being stuck in a box, yeah. Two geometric mm -hmm. things. Also, you'll know, I mean, so it's Jose, yeah? Yes. 
Jose, Jose. short name of Giuseppina. But you prefer to be called Jose? Yes, short. Jose or Jose? Should be like like a French style Jose. Jose. Yes. But it's okay. Your business card, anybody, your business card's friend, that's you on the front, is it? Or is it that your great It's grandma? our escaping woman. Okay. Our logo. La fu- la, the Madonna who escaped the Fugata. I just want to say thanks to my guest today, Jose Rallo. Yes. From Donna Fugata in Sicily, a lady of many talents. Mum. Thank you. Chef, yeah. singer, economist, <laughs> promoter, public speaker, yeah. and, and, and broadcaster. I'm, I'm honestly never going to forget this interview. No, honestly, I'm not. You know, it's absolutely cracking. You know, you have such a personality. You know, I just, I just pale in comparison to the. You know, you should, you would like a vedette, that's star. You know. Yeah. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you very much. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>